Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Tonight, the here is not at WSB Radio. We are broadcasting live from literally the corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard in downtown Atlanta in front of the King Center as we are here celebrating the 50th birthday of the King Center a national landmark right here in the heart of Atlanta and one of the more meaningful uh, symbols of the civil rights movement you will find anywhere on the globe. Uh, the gang is mostly all here with me. Longoria is stoic and sweating. Mm-hmm. He's sitting next to me. <laughs> Dev Green, the producer of the show, is sweating. Uh, Spencer, the intern, is sweating. Of Low course. T. Chuck is in air conditioning back home. How you guys how's doing? That AC, how's that AC treating you, Chuck? That's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we certainly miss you, but someone had to uh, stay back and man the phones. Yes. Uh, so we decided to leave low T there uh, and not here with us. So uh, enjoy the air conditioning. At least the, the sun is kind of out of our faces now, and it's getting cooler. I got a little breeze here. Longoria's dropped 12 pounds, though, in the, first, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the first 30 minutes we've been out here. Uh, but if you are in the area, come out and see us. We're at the corner, uh, corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard. There's food trucks out here. Uh, we're right in front of the This Is It Rib Tips truck, which is fantastic. Jason running that truck. And uh, we hit the uh, lobster truck we on the did. way up. Uh, got a couple of lobster rolls. So as soon as the Uber pulled up, I was like, lobster rolls, we're out. Let's go. <laughs> so we grabbed some food there. There's, uh, there's uh, an event going on inside the King Center right now, which I'm told is air-conditioned. Um, after that wraps up, we're going to hear from some dignitaries coming out of the King Center. Again, the 50th birthday here of the King Center as we broadcast live. We uh, will be joined by Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review later on in the show. But I want to start off just... Uh, giving a little background info about the King Center. Uh, it, it's, uh, this was established right after Dr. King was assassinated. Not this building, but the, the King Center, mm-hmm. not in this location, uh, by his widow, Coretta Scott King. And, and now this is the Center for Nonviolent Social Change uh, right here on Auburn Avenue, historic Auburn Avenue. You've got Ebenezer Baptist Church just down the street. You've got the crypts of both uh, Dr. King and Coretta uh, right over there by the, uh, oh, wow. the Serenity Pool. So if you haven't been here, I'm sure if you're from Atlanta, I would imagine, Spence, you could talk to this. You went to Norcross High School. Did you guys ever take field trips down to the King Center in high school? Uh, Norcross did not. I don't know how we would cram everybody that went to the extremely overcrowded Norcross school over there. But no, I have been here previously. Not with Norcross, but yeah, I've been here. I'm surprised. Did you, when when you grew up in Texas, Longoria, did you guys go to uh, historic places for field trips and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Alamo. 
Well, there you go, uh, exactly. And so we went to, usually we'd either go to, cause in Connecticut, it's right between Boston and New York. Mm -hmm. So we'd either go to Boston or New York for historic sites. You know, we'd go the Empire State Building right, or right. Faneuil Hall in Boston or whatever. But if there was a historic thing going on, uh, Old Sturbridge Village, if you're, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. It's like no. Colonial Village where oh, okay. you can watch them make butter. <laughs> you <laughs> right, know, right. Churn butter. Yeah. So we used to do that for, uh, for class field trips, but I assumed that Metro Atlanta high schools would come here. I mean, this, is this in the Carter Center? I mean, th these are some pretty historic mm -hmm. things. You would think they would come out here and try to learn. Maybe it was just Norcross High that. that no, did. yeah, I imagine. I imagine some nearby ones do for sure, but Norcross, it's I don't know. We got too many kids. We got too few schools. Well, maybe like the history class can come. Yeah, maybe. So we used to go. Uh, I, I belonged to Italian club in high school, even though I'm not Italian, but I took it. So okay. And we would go to New York City every year on a field trip and oh. and go see historic sites and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and you know, if you're loyal to the show, you know I'm a big history buff. Chuck, actually, uh, this might be a, a question that's weird for you, but in Montana. A, did you go on field trips? B, do you have any historic sites in Montana? <laughs> uh, yeah, we did go on a few field trips. Um, the only historical site really worth noting is Custer's Battlefield. Ooh, that's a pretty cool site. Yeah, pretty that's cool a, it's, it's, an, it's a neat one to go to. But yeah, that's the only one worth really mentioning. Other than Lewis and Clark going through Montana, there's a lot of small stops if you really follow that yeah, journey. The but, trail? Yeah. But Most of that, what no. I know about Custer comes from Deadwood, and I can't say that's about air. all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even in Montana, the one-room schoolhouse, you guys would go on field trips. Yeah, we'd load up the hitch and wagon and head off to <laughs> a four-day trip. <laughs> there you go. Well, that, well, that's interesting. So, I, I want to discuss the historical importance of the King Center and its 50th birthday today. But I also want to have have a little fun and talk about field trips. Um, as a kid, what did you do? I would imagine. Um, that with the with the Georgia Aquarium now here, yes, like that's probably getting a lot. Like my my girlfriend yeah. is a, a, a elementary school teacher, mm -hmm. and their their school goes on a field trip every year oh, to the aquarium. Now. Nice. Um, so jealous. I imagine I imagine that's where a lot of field trips are go. But I couldn't imagine a, a school in Metro Atlanta, uh, at least a history class field trip that would come down to the King Center. It is a national historic landmark, um, of which there are forty nine national historic landmarks in uh, the state of georgia and i didn't know anything about the national historic landmarks thing mm -hmm. until i went to ebenezer baptist church and that's a historic landmark and you'll see you see the people in the the green here yeah, they're, yeah. they're national parksmen right oh, yeah okay. something like that i don't know the exact title but park rangers park yes rangers. yes so if you, any national historic site you go to you see uh, good-looking ladies and gentlemen like this mm. that are wearing uh, the park ranger outfit yeah. and uh, it's apparently a big deal if if you go around and get stamped at National Park uh, District do you want to talk in the air for a second ma'am oh I'll be happy to. what's your name my name is Judy Forte Judy Forte a park ranger I'm the superintendent the, get out here at the Martin Luther King jr. National Historical Park so you collect rent you make sure the uh, we collect the hot rent. water's on. That's what a superintendent means in New York. That's well, the super. actually, it means that same thing here. We actually have houses here within the historical park oh, that no we kidding. rent out to the public. We sure do. That's amazing. Yep. So we have the park, and of course, we make sure that the visitors have a safe entry into the birth home and learn about the life and legacy of Dr. King 
uh, up to his age of 12 when he lived in the birth home. And, of course, Ebenezer, Ebenezer Baptist Church, yeah. which you participated, where you were at least there when I was we there, commemorate yeah. the 50th anniversary. It was amazing. How long have you been uh, here, and how long have you been with the Park Service? I've been here about 10 years. I've been with the Park Service 38 years. Get out. Yes. You started when you were six? No, I didn't. Actually, <laughs> I started right out of college, though. So it was a fantastic opportunity to join an agency that was very close and dear to my heart. No doubt. So where else have you served as a park ranger? In well, actually, I worked, um, started, my first park was at Appomattox Courthouse in no. Appomattox, Virginia. Wow. So from civil civil war to civil rights, Yes, right? that's amazing. So I worked there, and also I, I worked at Tuskegee Institute, okay. National Historical Park. Mm -hmm. And um, my job as a ranger really was at Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area, wow. not too far from here. I tell people how slow 85 is. Not as, not as fulfilling as, <laughs> as working in the Park Service. Well, it's, a, it's really a fulfilling, <laughs> fulfilling career, yeah. and uh, what, a, what a joy we have. We entertain almost a million visitors here a year who comes in, and we were once the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Site, mm -hmm. but in uh, January of this year, yes. President Trump signed into law um, and created this as the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. Correct. Mm -hmm. So... A couple of questions. I hope you don't mind. No, go ahead. So, uh, it's a historical site. So it's a people, historical park. A historical park. Mm -hmm. So, I went to Ebenezer, and then uh, two weeks later, I went to uh, New York City, and I went to Teddy Roosevelt's birth home. Okay. And that's a national historic site as yes, well. Yes, it is. And there was this guy, probably in his mid-20s, looks a lot like Spencer, but a little muscular <laughs> and a better haircut, this guy. <laughs> and he had a book, and okay. he went in mm -hmm. and he got his book stamped. Mm -hmm to show that he had officially visited the site. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was such a thing. What, what's going on it's with those called, books? It's called a passport. Okay. Uh, and uh, they're very popular by visitors who visit national parks. And it's sort of like a keepsake. So every national park has a stamp. Yes. And so you can go there on your doing your visit there and stop by our visitor centers and get your passport stamp. And people sort of use it as a memory book of yeah. places that they uh, toured as a part of the national park system it was pretty amazing so i i, I asked the guys like what, what's this because she came mm -hmm. in he's like hey can i get a stamp mm -hmm. and i was like what do you what's going on you mm -hmm. know what's with this book and he showed me this book and he showed me all these historic sites that mm -hmm. he had visited mm -hmm. and like let's say what was the one in montana chuck the national historic site custer's last stand or whatever <laughs> custer's battlefield mm -hmm. so you can go to the battlefield <laughs> if it's a historic site and get a stamp that said low t was at custer's historic That's that's correct. That's really cool. You can get one here. You can go right into our visitor center or up at our bookstore, and you'll say, I visited the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. So you, just, you can buy a book in the, in the center. You don't even get, have to buy a book. You can just go in. With, yeah, you can actually buy a passport. I do want to buy a book. But, yeah, oh, yeah buy. do that because many uh, people come here looking for the passport book. Yeah. But you can buy one. Many come with their book in hand. So there's 49 uh, historic sites in the state of Georgia. I would imagine this has got to be the most popular, right, as far as number of visitors. This is this is yeah, big time. It's, this is uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. is one of the most visited uh, iconic sites within the state of Georgia. How often do you get field trips? Because that's how I started the show. I would imagine this is a huge field trip destination. Yeah, get in, get in out of the sun. I'm sorry, Judy. Uh, gosh, we entertain hundreds of thousands of students each year. Mm -hmm. Uh, daily now, this is uh, right at the end of school year. We get a lot of school kids to come out. Sure. Um, this time of year, we get a lot of family reunions to come out. Oh, nice. And then um, later, we get a lot of international uh, visitors to come out. So year-round, we rotate from school students to family reunions to international visitors. 
Uh, and so it's a constant flow of visitors in and out of this uh, Auburn Avenue community. What uh, We're talking to Judy from the, uh, the Park Ranger mm -hmm. at the National King, Martin Luther King Junior National Junior Historical National Park. Historic Park. What, what are the hours of operation? When can people come? We're open uh, 9 a.m. and we close at 5. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right when I'm sleeping. That's when I sleep is between <laughs> 9 a.m. So I'm lucky I was able to get out of here now. We're glad you're here. Well, listen, you guys do a wonderful job here. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm really thankful that we're included in the 50th birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. And I really encourage, if you can't come out now, I don't know why you wouldn't because you've got the This Is It truck out here yeah. serving rib tips. But if you can't come out now, uh, and especially if you have kids or grandkids, bring them down here because this is at a major, major part of our history in this country, and it's right here in downtown Atlanta. So it, uh, there's no excuse not to come visit this historic site. Judy, a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your service, too. And thank you for allowing us to announce what a wonderful place this is. It is, is. so <laughs> wonderful. It is so wonderful. All right, when we come back, uh, I, I want to talk about the King side, but I also want to talk about, I'm very, I don't know why, is this nerdy? That I'm curious where Probably. people went on field trips as, yeah. as, as kids. Sure, why not? <laughs> because, I, I mean, I never went to anything as cool as this in, yeah, in no. high school. And Chuck certainly didn't. No. And Longoria went to the Alamo. That's pretty yeah. cool. So we'll start off there with field trips in the King Center on their 50th birthday. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Hang tight. Live from the King Center, this is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 724, 106 degrees on Auburn <laughs> Avenue. Mark Aaron, Longoria, and gang broadcasting live at the King Center's 50th birthday. Breaking news from uh, Channel 2. A uh, person found dead inside a walk-in freezer at SunTrust Park. Wow. That's a story we'll follow through the overnight yeah. and have uh, an update uh, on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate. So that's happened similar, somewhere similar recently. I remember that story being in the news somewhere. Not at SunTrust Park, but like the Georgia or something, right. some big uh, event facility like that. Um, anyway, we'll continue to monitor that. We're talking about the King Center's 50th birthday and uh, school trips. What do we call those? Field trips field as, trip. as a kid. What do we call, them? Do we call those things? Field trips. <laughs> uh, where as a child did you go? Did you go anywhere boring, historic, notable, exciting? I, I want to hear where people across uh, the country went on field trips as a child. Kicking things off with our buddy college, uh, Carlos in College Park. What's going on, Carlos? Hey, I'm doing well, Mark. Thank you. I have been to the King Center, I would say, a dozen times or even more. As a share ride driver, I've had passengers who have never even seen a King Center and don't even realize that it's a free because it's federal. And um, I have taken them there and been their guide through the center itself. And they are awestruck when they come out yeah it's almost life-changing yeah, um, i would think it would almost be mandatory for metro atlanta schools to, to oh, have yeah, field trips absolutely to the you know they they want to go to the view and this and that i say no you really want to see some history let me take you over here and you have to see this for yourself and i i get out of my car and i walk around with them yeah and, and show them Oh, yeah. But here's one thing I want to say, and it may not necessarily be a national park. I've also been to the Redwoods, uh, uh, the, the mounds, the Indian mounds in uh, White, uh, White County. Um, that, is, that is a historical landmark. It is officially. Yes, it is. But I did something when I was working for the airlines. Got about I, 20 seconds, Carlos. Okay. I befriended a prince. 
coming from Paris to, uh, to Egypt, and he invited me and our other flight attendants to go ride Arabian horses around Giza. Whoa! That, that, yeah. Now you're just now you're just bragging, Carl. <laughs> Real quick, uh, g- give me a place you went on a field trip as a child. Uh, Washington D.C. to see the Lincoln Memorial. Um, you name it. Yeah, uh, I went. To, it wasn't really a field trip. It was like a. A week event I went with when I was in high school. We spent the week in D.C. for some learning summit or whatever, and I got to see D.C. It wasn't exactly a field trip. Talking field trips in the King Center's 50th birthday. When we come back, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Come back and see us. We're broadcasting live at the corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard in downtown Atlanta. Back after this. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. It's so good. To be born in America, where all men are free. It's so good to be born in America, all the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 737, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m., Monday through Friday on the Nifty 750. We are broadcasting live from the King Center 50th birthday of the King Center. Come out and celebrate with us. We'll be here till 9 at the corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard. A lot of great events going on right now. Uh, Amazing food. If you haven't eaten dinner yet, we have eaten three dinners. But uh, if you haven't yet, come down and see us. Again, broadcasting till 9. We're talking about uh, field trips, of all things, because I, I just can't imagine a school in Metro Atlanta wouldn't take their kids to a field trip here at the King Center. It seems like a no-brainer. Where did you go on field trips as a child? Interesting, funny, boring, what have you. Robin joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Robin. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? I'm great. So I, too, was raised in Connecticut and grew up in northwestern Connecticut. So our major field trip was to go to New York City. Exactly. You know, we, we visited all of the sites, including the trade towers, because they existed then. And I just feel truly blessed that I was able to see those. Yeah, well, um, growing up in New England, there's a lot of historic stuff there. I remember we used to, we went to Old are. Newgate Prison yeah. and all the sites in Boston. And uh, it, it, historically, it's it's a very cool place to 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 go and see all these sites. Yeah. Well, you brought back memories because we went to Old Surbridge Village too. Yeah, it was great. You can watch them churn butter. You can make <laughs> exactly. baskets. <laughs> exactly. That was always a fun trip. It was kind of like historic Williamsburg, I guess. Oh, You've okay. heard of that? Yeah. But like a really small version. Uh, 404-872-0750. Patrick joins us next on the show. What's going on, Patrick? Ian and Mark love the show. Thank you, sir. I grew up in New Orleans in the 70s, and the field trip for us was always going to the Jazz Fest when it was early in the year with uh, when it first started. And... You got out and listened to concerts all day long. The only problem was it's held at the fairgrounds, a race track, horse track. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to get on uh, the track and run the mile and a quarter before you loaded back up in the bus to go back to home. They made you work out before you got on the bus? Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you were an athlete and the girls beat you, it really hurt. 
Oh man, was it so they were combining a field trip with physical education? They're like with field yeah. day. Yeah, get a field day. That's right. Oh, that's and pretty. Beer was a lot cheaper back then too. I would imagine uh, the Jazz Fest a lot better field trip than uh, Mardi Gras would have been. That probably would have been an inappropriate field trip. Yes, lots of fun. All right, appreciate have- it, Patrick. Um, speaking of students joining us live on the Mark Aram Show, 12-year-old Bo Shell. Bo, welcome to the program. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? Excellent. Before we get to why you're really here, um, where do you go to school? I'm going to school to see your shows. It'll be my ninth grade. I'll be freshman. Next okay. Year. Have you ever been on any cool field trips? Uh, yeah, I went to the... Uh I went to Washington D.C. My well, my school did, but yeah. I watched along and all, and um, I stayed back because I was a little sick. But I had a great time watching what they were doing. Yeah. All right, but that's not why you're here. You're you're here because you're set up right next to the the WSB tent. You've got your own little uh, operation going on over there. What what are you doing over there? So I sell popsicles and ice cream, and I'm the little ice cream dude. And so what I do is I go all around Georgia catering to different people and also selling at different places. So get, get really close to the mic. If yeah, you yeah. Can't so, so you're 12 years old and you own your own business is yes, what you're sir, telling yes, me. Sir. And you sell ice cream and popsicles all over the state. Mm-hmm. How are you at 12 years old more successful than me at 22 years old? <laughs> how, how is that possible? I realize that I can do anything I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so far no one's really said i can't do much besides i can't sell this place or that place sure so no one said i can't own my own business and i wanted to make my own money so i went ahead and asked my mom and she helped me out so my dad and we're just going and pushing through and how long have you been doing this now i've been doing this for seven years now seven. <laughs> he started when he wow. was five wow i started when i was eight eight all right and today well, a couple weeks back was my birthday, so I'm 14. Oh, you're 14 yeah, now. Yes, I'm sorry, you're 14. Don't worry. All right, so you worry. started when you were eight. I learned to tie my shoes when I was eight, and you started a business. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And I understand that the King Center helped you along your journey. How did that happen? Yeah, so uh, the King Center, they had a uh, 50th celebration of the assassination of uh, Dr. King. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during April 4th through the 9th, which was between his, er- his death and his burial Correct. date. And so I was on the seventh. I came here on the seventh and eighth and ninth, and I was selling on those days. And also, I was on a panel for uh, the Centennial Speak. And so I've been working with them ever since. And they just allow me to come here on some weekends and during special events. And I'm just having a ball. That's amazing. Uh, Bochel, 14 years old. Yes, sir. Sorry, not 12. Wow. Owns worry. his own uh, ice cream stand. What's it called? Little Ice Cream Dude. Little and Little Ice Cream Dude Cool World. Okay. And what what do you sell? I sell popsicles, ice cream, hand dip, Italian ice, and soon to be many more. What's the last one? Soon to be many more. Oh, soon to be many more. Uh, where do you, where do you get your, do you make this stuff or do you do you buy it and and sell it from the card? How does that work? So I buy it from a distributor as of now, but hopefully next month I'll open up an ice cream shop where I can make start testing and making my own ice cream. That's so. amazing. Do you have a website that people can go visit? Yes, sir. It's www.lilicecream. D-U-D-E.com, which is www.littleicecreamdude.com. Um, Longoria's uh, rap name is Little Enchilada Dude. Yeah, <laughs> so That's <laughs> a fact. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm so impressed, Bo. That's Thank really you, amazing. What's, what's the most popular item that you sell? Um, most popular item that I know of is probably the Oreo bars. Oreo bars. That mm-hmm. sounds good. That does sound good. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Italian ices as well. What? Oh yes. Um, what flavors do you have of those? Uh, we have mango, strawberry, rainbow, uh, which is like red, white, and blue. Uh-huh. Um, we have tie dye, 
We also have a couple of different flavors, and then there's some more flavors we can get. We just stayed to a few as of now, but uh, during the ice cream shop, hopefully we'll have many more. Very cool. Do you do you eat your product? Of course I do. You're not. You're not <laughs> <laughs> he has to test it. Well, you're not. You're not sick of it yet. Nope. See, I'm, I made donuts at a bakery when I was a kid, and I got so sick of making the donuts, I didn't eat a donut for 10 years. Mm. Obviously, I'm back eating them now, <laughs> but I got so sick of them. All right, as long as you don't get sick, you can you can enjoy your product. Yeah, yeah. So for me, there's different tastes of ice cream. I know there's a couple different tastes of donuts, but I choose <laughs> to like go to different types of things like Italian ice, ice cream, popsicle, and keep it a variety. Very impressed, Bo. LilIceCreamDude.com. Yes, sir. 14 years old, making waves in the world wow. and uh, here at the King Center. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Thank you for inviting me. This was a ball. Like, I'm happy I've been getting <laughs> interviewed. Like, it's yeah. just fun just being me, making owning my own business. It's just really I'm proud of you. I, don't, I just met you, but I'm very proud of you. <laughs> right on, man. Thank you, man. That's good stuff. Thank you Thanks, so much, Bo. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, during the break, uh, Bo told us what he's making. He's already made more in 2018 than Longoria and myself combined. So, <laughs> Bo combined is, all my he's years. crushing it on it. And, well, before you go, Bo, I mean, 96 degrees. You must have been selling a lot of ice cream today. Oh, I mean, yes, definitely. Yeah. It's you, been, the traffic is amazing. Yeah. Here. Like, there's many, there's different places I could be, but I'm so happy I'm here because it's mostly me yeah. uh, here as well as I'm the one in, like, the foot traffic. Like, yeah. There's just, like, groups, and, you know, there's, uh, there's groups of people. And then there will be tours, like people who are coming around, and they'll just like unload a bus, and you know, like, that's just like <laughs> a lot of people yep. coming in. Yahtzee, yes, excellent, sir. good stuff, Bo. Uh, all right, back to the phones. Jim joins us in Woodstock. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, love your show. Thank you, Jim. The most, uh, I guess, everything where I lived was all Civil War. Um, Ulysses Grant uh, Homestead. Um, Custer's Homestead. Uh, oh, President Taft, which was uh, which is kind of neat because all the marble um, on his presidential uh, area there is all came from Tate, Georgia. Oh, no kidding! And and so yeah. where was that exactly? Where was the? It, the Taft? It, it's just just north of Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And it's a little town called Marion, and then uh, and they have a monster sign that says, you know, all marble from Tate, Georgia. That's amazing. I never even knew there was a Tate, Georgia. Did you know that, Bo? Not have you ever sold ice cream in Tate, Georgia? <laughs> well, I mean, right. I do know now. So. You, you, do you know where ball ground is? I do know where ball ground is. All right. Just like four miles, maybe five, just north of it, going towards Jasper, is Tate. And there's the Tate Mansion, which has been there forever, oh. and uh, then the, the all the uh, quarries all down below it. So I passed it on my way to the casino, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Tate Tate Marble. Maybe I can do uh, redo. You know what, Chuck likes stone at his house. Mm -hmm. Chuck, do you have any Tate Marble in your house by any chance? Uh, there's one countertop that's marble. Is it Tate Marble, though? I don't know. It's Marble. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie joins us in Atlanta. Charlie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. The What's best up, field trip I ever went on was in my sophomore year in high school. We went to Newport, Rhode Island, to the mansions. We saw the Breakers, oh, Rose wow, Cliff, yes. where they filmed Great Gatsby, and then we went out to Hammersmith Farms, which was like the election headquarters for Kennedy. That was uh, Jacqueline's family's summer cottage. That is the most killer trip you'll ever take in your life. 
if you want to feel, and I know you're a millionaire, Bo, but if you ever want to feel really poor, you go to Newport, Rhode Island, and look at those mansions. Uh, like the, the turn of the century, uh, pre-industrial era. I mean, these, it's insane. Newport is crazy. It's really, it's really nice, but my buddy had a place above a, uh, he stayed there for the summer. Mm-hmm. There's like a main street, you know, like River Street in Savannah? Yeah. It's like the main street where they have the ice cream shops and the candy shop and bars and restaurants. So there's one of those in Newport. My buddy had an apartment over a pizzeria for the summer. So I went there, and it was just, it was a great time. Yeah. But, I mean, those mansions, you look at them, you're like, how did these people build these houses? It was insane. Uh, Camara's in Grayson. Camara, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Love your show. It's Camara, by the way. Oh, hey, Um, Camara. I am, I... Well, I grew up in upstate New York in Binghamton, and our fifth grade field trip every year was to Cooperstown. That's which was amazing. Really cool. I love. I'm awesome. going there about the end of the month for the. Uh, I'll be broadcasting live for the, the Chipper Jones induction at Cooperstown. Nice. One of my favorite small towns in the world is Cooperstown, New York. So pretty. Very cool. Well, the only thing was that they actually had to make it like duly educational, and they would always make you also go to the farmers museum, which was. Really boring. Did you say the, <laughs> but, the farmers museum. Yep, you'll have to check it out when you go. So like rakes and shovels and. And hose. I think well, except it's like a working farm. They probably make butter there too. I don't know. Yeah, if, if any place that turns butter is considered educational, according to the uh, National <laughs> Education exactly. Society. Yeah. As long as kids can yeah. learn, because, of course, you'll need to learn how to churn butter at some point in your life. They consider <laughs> that an educational uh, uh, experience. Come here. Thank you so much for the call, Bo. Good luck, my friend. we got to get you out of the station one night. Bring some ice cream in for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, what's the website again? www.lilicecreamdude.com. Otherwise known as lilicecreamdude.com. Yes, sir. All right, hang tight. We'll be broadcasting live from the King Center when we come back. 50th birthday of the King Center on WSB. Welcome back to the show, 755. Aram Longoria, Deb Green, and Spence on location at the King Center celebrating the 50th birthday of the King Center. In my estimation, the premier field trip destination in the state of Georgia. Where did you field trip as a child? JR joins us in uh, Monroe. JR, welcome to the program. Right on, Mark. Good show as always. Uh, Thank you, brother. Yeah, I really dug that kid, uh, Bo. Uh, How crazy is that, man? He's got an enterprise. I mean, really does. Um, I grew up in Northern Virginia, and my uh, my senior year, we had a trip to uh, to the U.S. Capitol. And at the time, uh, the drinking age in Virginia was 21, but in D.C. it was 18. So um, a group of us, they, there was many busloads of us that went, just kind of eased off the bus and went a few blocks away from the Capitol, <laughs> found a found a bar. And stayed there and then met the bus, you know, when it was time to go back and nobody was any the wiser. That, we that reminds me there, of a story. So. <laughs> I was I was 14 and I mentioned I wanted an Italian club and yeah. we'd go to the we'd go on a field trip to New York every every year. And we'd go to like, uh, I don't know, Rockefeller Center and see a mm-hmm. show and then a little Italy. I got my first fake ID in new york city at 14. <laughs> nice so one does, yeah. i didn't i didn't drink but i, I was like oh, i want to get an id a fake id and i got i still i still have it do you yeah i'll do you, uh, do you use it on your on birthdays like you know yeah when i went to denny's for a free breakfast <laughs> yeah. it's like hey 
It's my birthday again. Uh, so that's an interesting story. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, to, we got two Russes, a Julie and a Jeff online. We're broadcasting live from the King Center 50th anniversary. Special shout out to This Is It Barbecue for feeding uh, feeding the gang Lorenzo, drinking some sort of iced tea right now, eating wings and, and fries. Uh, come down and see us with the corner of Auburn and Boulevard in front of the King Center, their 50th birthday. When we come back, more of your calls at 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 807, 7 after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95, 5 and AM 750 WSB. Tonight, the here is the King Center. We're broadcasting live at the corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard in front of the King Center, celebrating their 50th birthday today. Joining me on scene, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo. Producer Deb Green, intern Spence Low T Chuck back at the ranch screening your call. Low T. Everything good back there, Low T? AC's working, bathroom's oh, fine. It's glorious. All right. <laughs> you're, you're missing a great time. Some great food. Yes, in I your can tell. Beverages out here. But do you want us to bring you back a doggy bag or? That'd be great. Okay, done. Deb? No, Spence. I forgot I got an intern. Yeah, Spence. That's right. Doggy bag bag for Chuck. Uh, we're broadcasting live here at the King Center till 9. If you're in the area, come by and see us, grab a bite. There's free cake and cupcakes inside. Uh, really a special place here, the King Center. So special that I'm amazed it's it's not the number one destination for school field trips in the state of Georgia. I got to imagine the aquarium. I know there's not official stats for that, but I would imagine the aquarium is probably number one now, probably right? Probably now, yeah. yeah you ever, be up there you guys sure. have been to the aquarium? Of course. There's yeah. always a million kids in there. So yeah. I, always. I would imagine, unless they live there. I think those are all field trips. A lot of kids that probably want to live. The perfect field trip. Yeah, no doubt. Um, But uh, asking you about field trips. When you were a kid, weird, good, bad, whatever. Uh, Where did you go as a field trip as a kid? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Julie in Canton joins us on the show. Hey, Julie. Hi, how are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on? Well, uh, I grew up in Southern California, so our field trips, uh, were the missions. You know, we had San Diego, San Gabriel, and some of the missions there. Uh, so that, those were our field trips. Mission Viejo? Uh, yeah, that was a little for, yeah, yeah, it was a little for the high where I lived, but close to us was like a San Gabriel. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's, I guess, that's, that's yeah, unless maybe trip. like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I don't know. That's not really a field trip appropriate, right? No, There's not many so. field trip <laughs> stuffs. You could do a celebrity field trip tour. You know those buses that will drive you around and be like... Uh, Star Homes? Yeah. There's uh, more here. Yeah, Ray Romano lives there. That, that yeah. kind of thing. I actually not, did that later as an adult. <laughs> did you ever go to the Hollywood sign? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's something, yeah, that you do. But also the Griffith Observatory. That was another field trip. You know. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, that's a, that's a cool childhood growing up in SoCal, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know what you don't have in Southern California they have here in Atlanta? What? The humidity. <laughs> the yeah. heat? The, the, oh. the humidity. I'm sure you, I'm I'm sure you missed the, the dry air. 
I'm still not used to it, the humidity here. I've been here now 15 years, and I'm still not used to it. Yeah, it, yeah eventually you will, or you'll die. One of the one <laughs> or the other. You either get used to it, or you'll die from heat stroke. Thanks for the call, Julie. I appreciate it. Uh, Russ joins us in Rome, Georgia. Russ, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. I love your show. Um, I never really took any great field trips, but I wanted to call you. My son's living the field trip dream at 15. Uh, What's he doing? Last year, last year they marched in the uh, Cherry Blossom Parade in Washington, D.C., spent three days up there, got to go to the Smithsonian. Wow. Uh, earlier this year in a chorus trip, uh, they went to a chorus competition, spent three days in Orlando, spent two days at Universal Studios after the competition, and Woodland High School Marching Band out of Cartersville, Georgia, We'll be marching in the Macy's Parade in New York uh, this year in November. He'll be spending five days in New York City. That's pretty awesome. If he, if uh, when you go up to the Macy's, go to the uh, the women's lingerie department and ask for Sat Charn. S A T C H A R N. I went to college with her. She she manages the the unmentionables counter at Macy's now. Unmentionables. <laughs> that's pretty it. cool, Russ. Is he, your, your son's? Yeah, say Mark Aram sent me. Um, so your son's in the chorus. Yeah, he's he's in the chorus. He's also in the marching band. Oh, yeah, wow. right on. Very cool. All right, excellent, Russ. Uh, I heard that this could be uber, uh, an urban myth. But I heard if you spent one minute in front of every exhibit at the Smithsonian, like all the Smithsonian museums, mm -hmm. it would take you like nine hundred years to see everything that they have. I can imagine that. I've yeah. been to Smithsonian. Wow. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's insane. We used to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. That was a field trip staple for us. Uh, 404-872-0750. Jeff's in Cartersville. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Uh, I grew up in Orlando, and uh, in middle school in the mid-'90s, uh, uh, we actually went to uh, Disney, uh, uh, Epcot Center at Disney, uh, which was really cool. Uh, they How had they, a... Uh, wait, hold on a second. How does the Board of Education say uh, educational field trip to Epcot or Disney World? How do they get away with that? Well, to like be fair, Epcot, it, it, if you've ever been to Epcot, it, that, that's the whole point of that uh, particular park is to educate you about uh, different areas of the world or innovations in science that are going on. So uh, yeah. they're, they're I was there when I was 12. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. they have the around the world. You can stop at the different countries like Italy and Japan Morocco. and Morocco. Well, and what, what was awesome was that the coolest part wasn't even the fact that it was Disney, but in the mid-90s, they had about 30 televisions set up, and each of them had a Sega Genesis uh, that you could play for free. So I didn't even go on any of the exhibits or the rides. I was stuck uh, in front of all these uh, Segas playing games that hadn't come out and whatnot. So it was quite a boost. dropped out of school in fifth grade. Uh, fifth grade dropout. Yeah, a little bit later on, but you know what else. Excellent. All right, yeah, I guess I guess Epcot could be considered uh, an educational. Disney World, though, I would imagine. No. You know, we went to, um, like, well, we don't have Six Flags, but well, like an amusement park, and we had to do physics things. Like you'd sit there and you'd measure stuff while you're on right. the roller coaster. So if they're doing that, they're making an effort. The they're yeah, making an they're effort. Making now, a field, like a, uh, an educational field trip different than a class trip. Like, if you take a class trip to Six Flags or whatever, I get that. But, like, field trip's supposed to be educational. Right. I would. Theory. I don't know. I'm in guessing. Theory, apparently. In just theory. Guessing that. Uh, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. What's going on, brother? How's the diabetes? Good. I've got it under control. All right. Good. Good. You know, um, this one class trip we went on, we went to a recording studio 
and saw that band Journey. They recorded a song. And I don't know if you've ever seen a band record a song, but they play the same song over and over and over again, like all day, like 90 times. And if you didn't like the song in the first place, it's like torture. <laughs> You'll never want to hear Journey again. Where did you Where did you grow up, Russ? In Gainesville? No, no. I, I actually grew up up north, uh, but I've been in Georgia 20-something years now. I would imagine one of the cool a cool field trip for North Georgia kids would be like the the painting the gold in Dahlonega. Oh yeah, that'd like be that would cool. that would be a cool. Have you ever done that? I have not. Ross, you ever panned for gold? Yeah, I went to that Dahlonega festival a few times, uh, yeah. and I watched people do it. I didn't do it myself. So I went on when I went on this Alaskan cruise a couple years ago. We stopped in some Alaskan village, and they have like panning for gold, like a little thing excursion yeah it, it's such bogus yeah it costs <laughs> probably course. more than what you're gonna yeah. get out of yeah and it's thing. like they, they have these pans waiting for you with dirt in them and they show you how to put the water in a blah, blah, blah. and you know they like sprinkle gold dust in there before you even get there <laughs> and then they're like and then you can keep the gold dust but you gotta pay it's like it, it's total scam you gotta pay for something to keep yeah it. but Everyone uh walks away a winner yeah i i didn't uh i didn't enjoy that but i'm not saying delonic is like that this was yeah. you know delonic is different delonic is different indeed well, Russ, I thought we'd we'd see you at the King Center, but I guess you got to you know keep things under control up there, right? I'm still looking for my girlfriend. I hope she's not the one in that refrigerator. Oh, jeez, <laughs> too soon, Russ. Listen, I got an idea, Russ. Let's do the uh, single summer of Russ. You stay single all summer and see how it treats you. Take care of you first, okay. Russ. Okay. All right. Take care of you. The summer. This is the summer of Russ. All right. I like it. All right, Russ. We'll talk to you later, brother. Russ needs some some alone time, I think. To, he does. To you know, think about what he needs in life. And what he wants. What I'm he sure wants. Sure, he has exactly. plenty of alone time. <laughs> oh. dude, that dude has more girlfriends than anyone I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I've never seen what he looks like. You guys have a photo? All right, picture Chuck, but like two years older. <laughs> I think I'm insulted by that, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Just two years. Two years old. He's he's looks a little like Chuck, but like two yeah. years older. Little, <laughs> but he has more hair than Chuck, yeah, so yeah. it's weird. Because so he's got more brothers. Now, like, yeah, maybe. Right. maybe. I need him to send a photo. Step brothers. They could be step brothers. <laughs> Kim's in Lawrenceville. Kim, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. What's going on, Kim? Well, I grew up in DeKalb County, a long, long time ago, and we went to Burnbank. That's a good field trip. The with original the Burbank with the um, with the with the planetarium. Did they have the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex there? No, because it was long before then. Remember, they had the uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the old Burbank, but it had a uh, replica of one of the original landing of the moon uh, capsules there. No, I never saw that. We used to have our Christmas never party. Never see that. You no. have to go there. I, but you I went saw to Apollo, the fancy I, firm bank. This is old firm bank in Decatur. You know down what I the saw, street from the new one. Yeah, I saw Apollo thirteen, so I, I'm okay. good there. But we used to do our back back when radio was thriving. We would have our uh, Christmas parties at the Fernbank Museum, which was really fancy schmancy. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't know there was an old firm bank in it. I didn't I'll check it out. I've had to go to the observatory for a project once, but that's as far about that's as far out as I've gone on that one. Never been to Fernbank Museum? Apparently, I've been to the new Fernbank. Apparently, I've not been to not the old, to the old one. Uh, Shirley joins us in Woodstock. Shirley, welcome to the show. Hey, in Chimps Parade in Tallahassee, we went to the Florida Crime Lab. 
Whoa, and they that's showed interesting. Us how they figured out if a check had been altered and things like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, as part of chemistry class. Now, do you guys remember the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Of course. Yeah. Shirley? Yes, I never saw it. Okay, this this won't apply to you then. Um, <laughs> remember they did a field trip and they had the weird teacher and he took him to the morgue and he dissected a body in front of him? Like, that's an educational field trip. Yeah. I, I think I would have enjoyed the crime lab one, though. That sounds pretty cool. Mike joins us in Swanee. Mike, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? Everybody hey, yo, Mikey. clap your hands. All right, fair enough. We lost Mike. That's all right. We got to take a break anyway. We'll come back. Uh, Joey and Dale, hang tight. Chuck's going to answer these phones eventually. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I think he's protesting that we said he is, he is. looks like Russ's younger brother. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, we're broadcasting live. 50th birthday of the King Center, live from the corner of Auburn Avenue and Boulevard. With you till 9 on WSB. Welcome back to the show, 825. Mark Arab and gang broadcasting live in front of the King Center, 50th birthday of the King Center. We're at the corner of Auburn and Boulevard till 9 in the p.m. Come out and see us if you are in the area. The uh, listeners have been dropping by steadily. I love yeah. this. Uh, this new system, I can't tell. All right, Dale's in Woodstock. Dale joins us on the show. What's cooking, Dale? Hey, Mark. Uh, you know, I don't remember a lot from the 60s, but, uh, you know, I uh, went to elementary school in Hampton, Virginia, and uh, our field trips consisted of uh, going to Jamestown, Yorktown, Williamsburg, and then we took a train trip up to the capital, uh, Richmond. No, never went to Gettysburg or anything like that? No, no, no. In Gettysburg in Pennsylvania? Yeah, but I mean, like you're going up that way anyway. Oh well, no, no, no. We were in elementary school, so we we had leashes on us. Gotcha. There was uh, one. You know what? I went on so many field trips because we'd went every year. The Intrepid, the uh, aircraft carrier, the Intrepid in oh, New York. Well. That was pretty cool. It's like to be on an actual aircraft carrier. Yeah. Uh, decommissioned Longoria. Decommissioned. Obviously, obviously. Joey's in Gainesville. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, brother? Hey, not much. So you were talking about panning for gold in Dahlonega. We actually did that on a class field trip. And, uh, you know, growing up here in Gainesville, it's like a 30-minute trip. So. And how did, you make, how did you make out? Did you get any big nuggets? Oh, God, no. <laughs> that, that, I got, I got it, four it, flakes in Alaska. Yeah, I, I've actually panned for gold in Alaska, too. And I came, up, came out about like you did. Yeah, I think it's a scam but, up there, but... Not to oh, yeah. cast aspersions Absolutely. against the Alaskans. <laughs> but uh, it was cool, though. It was like an old, it was an old gold mine. It was where the gold rush, the first gold rush in the country yeah. started was up there. First, so. first gold rush in the United States was in Dahlonega, Georgia. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's it. We used it's to, a little there was old. another field trip. Uh, you know what garnets are? Yeah, the like, redstone. Yeah, there was like a garnet farm. farm? <laughs> they didn't farm. farm them, but it was like... I do think it was a summer camp thing. We'd go to this this place that had garnets in the ground, and we'd dig for them and look for them. That was that There's was pretty cool. There's a lot cool. of that, like in Vermont, isn't there? I don't know. Like, you could have taken them to that gem and mineral show in Cobb County. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I you know in Vermont they have uh, maple syrup uh, field you tap trips. Tap your own. Yeah, you go yeah. tap your uh, hmm. tap your own. I don't think you can do that in the state of Georgia. Tap your own. We'll come back after news, weather, and traffic. The heat is getting to me. 
but more of your calls on field trips. Where did you go on field trips as a kid? I think all kids in the state of Georgia should come to the King Center. It's an amazing place. We're here live on the 50th birthday, 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox and camel and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, chips and ham, tell me about God's master plan. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Well, Welcome back to the show, 837, 23 in front of 9 o'clock. Mark Aaron with you till 9. Long go Deb and intern Spence broadcasting live from the King Center's 50th birthday a must-see uh, spot in Atlanta, National Historic Landmark. Uh, I do want to go in and get one of those books. Is the gift store still open? I think so, yeah. I want to get one of those books, those passport books. That, that does you, sound pretty cool. Yeah, you get st- every time you go to a National Historic site, you get that it stamped. Cool. But I, like, I've been to a bunch already. I'm going to be like, oh, i got to go back to this one now and get it stamped. Just make them up. Just draw them on there. <laughs> just draw the stamp on there. If I can yeah. see it, I can Photoshop it for you. Okay, yeah, you very go. cool. Yeah. That cheating on the, on the passport. Not if you've nice. been there already. <laughs> you've been there already. It's okay. Really. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I, I still contend that the King Center is the premier field trip destination for students in Georgia. We're talking about field trips. Deb, you never, we never asked you on your field trip, did we? Oh, no. Well, I'm a, I'm a Midwestern girl, so I grew up in farming communities. So okay. We went to farms, like learn how to milk a cow, see how cheese is made. Churn butter. Churn butter. We never did churn butter, but we got to make ice cream. <laughs> you missed That's out. pretty cool. Yeah. And you could have, uh, you know, if you learn how to make ice cream, then Bo can hire you uh, oh, for right. littleicecreamdude.com. That's right. Yeah. A lot of Amish, Amish country? No, just a bunch of farmland. Okay, fair enough. So you the farmland without the benefit of the Amish stuff. Yeah, we got to drive. And okay. Had, you know. well, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you were Amish. Yeah, we had electricity. We exactly, had, and phones. We had, uh, we had what well, they were called Mennonites. Oh, sure. Um, where I grew up in Connecticut. Amish-like. What What do you call yeah, those people, Chucks. Chucks? What do you call the people in Montana? The Hoots. The Hoots. The Hooterites. The Hooterites. The Hooterites, Mennonites, and Amish. All right. We're bringing all cultures together at the King Center tonight. But we're asking you, uh, when you're a child, what, what's a cool field trip or not-so-cool field trip you took? 404-872-0751-800 WSB-TALK. Joe joins us in Gainesville. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, all right, several from the Gainesville area. One of the coolest ones was back when the Coca-Cola plant uh, out on Brownsbridge Road was actually oh, making yeah. Coca-Colas. We got to go that, that and, and then the, and the Coke Museum too. That would have been yeah, a cool one to go we to. We got to do that and taste the Coke. Then, then we did the panning for gold when I was little. But the old Fern Bank that I heard the person talk about earlier. That's we went to that one when I was like sixth grade. Uh, that would have been in '71 or so. Uh, Stone Mountain back in, 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 when it first started out. Um, so we had several, several cool field trips when I was young. Via the uh, Piccadilly text line, uh, the old. The old Fern Bank still operational, the planetarium. Where is that? I, I guess it's near the new Fern Bank, somewhere in Decatur. I've been to the it's pretty, new yeah, one. it's pretty close. We'll, okay. we'll, let's do a field trip there. Let's do it. Right. We'll do, do they, they don't get show, enough publicity at the old uh, Fern Bank. Carol's in Covington. Carol, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good evening. Good evening to you, Carol. Good. I'm a Midwestern girl, too, but um, I was born in Milwaukee, and back in the late 70s, what we toured in elementary school, we used to go down to the breweries. I was the about Pabst to say. The Pabst Factory, right? Pardon me? Pabst or Miller? 
Paps and Miller, both. Yep. We went to the Paps <laughs> Theater so, for sure. Let, let me, let me get this straight. As a grade school, fourth grade Carol, you went to the Paps Brewery as a field trip. Literally, yes. They didn't let That's us taste that, but we went amazing. to the brewery because a lot of our parents, not my father, but a lot of the parents worked in the brewery. So we did, that was our field trip. We went And I'm we assuming you didn't, they beer. didn't have you sample the, the product, right? You weren't uh, no, pulling just, beers just off the, the line. Chaperone. <laughs> did you ever go to the Laverne and Shirley apartment in Milwaukee? No, I did not. I did not. Oh. We moved down here back in the early 80s down to, to Georgia. But, um, okay. You know, didn't did well, never make it over be, there, but a beer brewery yeah. for a field trip is going to be tough. Well, you seem to you turned out okay, Carol. It sounds like they yeah, didn't do any yeah. permanent harm. I don't you. overindulge, so but but I love I'm your show. Thank sure. you so much. Yes. Thanks, Carol. I'm pretty sure in 2018 that's not flying, right? No, no. Oh, come on, it's chemistry. We're we're not going to educational. We're taking the kids to the Zima plant and uh, <laughs> do they even still make I mean, Zimas? Yeah, they, it's back on the market. Back, now. Really? Yeah. I think wow. you could take them there. It's just the process. They just can't no, do anything. No, I don't think they would. I don't think you could do that. In 2018. Right. Tequila factory, Longoria. No, yeah. Did you, south of the border. Did south they? of the border. <laughs> yeah, the kids put yeah, the worms gave, in the bottle. Plant. <laughs> yeah, put in the worms <laughs> in the bottle. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Aye, aye, aye. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapping bacon. I'm here for the bacon. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please and happy birthday and congratulations on 50 big years of the best field trip in metro atlanta agreed now growing up in uh in ohio what what was the field trip that johnny kilbasa little kilbasa went on right obviously i didn't necessarily judge the quality of a field trip on the destination i judged the field trip on <laughs> lunch vicinity so yes the awesomeness of a field trip was where i was going to get to go to lunch and i remember one in particular we were going to an art museum and I was really looking forward because they had an Arby's there, and they didn't have an Arby's in the town I grew up in. So as bad luck would have it, it was one of those days where I was getting sick. You know when a sickness is coming on? So, like, yeah. I'm going through the day thinking, oh, geez, I'm not really feeling good. And as the day goes on, I'm getting worse and worse. And by the time it came to eat lunch, I was sick. And I remember I just wanted this mocha chocolate thingy and a barbecue beef and bacon and I finally got it, and by the time I actually got it, I was too sick to eat it. And I was like, no! And that's why Johnny Kilbasa is messed up as an adult, because of, <laughs> they didn't get the Jamocha exactly. shake in, in fifth grade. That's, that's amazing, though. That, I mean, that shows how deep Johnny's love of fast food is, that he was looking forward to go to the Arby's in Cleveland because they didn't have one <laughs> in his hometown. That's pretty spectacular, Johnny. Yeah, I'm not new at this, Mark. And speaking of not <laughs> new at this, buddy... You know, everybody, there's there's few little new ideas here in the summer. Nobody really cares, but everybody's got their $5 lunchbox. But I'll tell you something different than that. If you want to go cheap, let's go to Steak and Shake for really fast food and two for $3 out the door as opposed Ooh. to two for $6 or a couple of things for $5. So you go to Steak and Shake, or as I like to call it, Steak and Cakes. You go there. They've got a wide variety of things that you can get on the two for three. They got Swiss and mushroom steak burgers. They got spicy chipotle burgers. They got barbecue burgers. They got grilled cheese. They got hot dogs that they like to call a steak frank, but whatever, you know. 
take your pick, $3 out the door. So for $12, yeah. Longo, you could actually yeah. satisfy yourself for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw the commercial for that. That's not bad, two for three bucks. Uh, our buddy Alewine uh, was on vacation last week, and he took a field trip to Steak and Shake. And I he, saw that. he got uh, some chili cheese fries that, that looked stupendous. That's not on the two for three buck thing, right? The chili cheese fries? No, but it'll cost you less than four for six. Yeah. All right. Steak and Shake doesn't get enough uh, play, I don't think. I, they do. They, they don't, do but they, you know yeah. what? They do have a drive through and they are fast food to a point. So depending when you go in there, I've been there for lunch before and had, you know, my burgers faster than I'd get the number four at a Mexican restaurant. So they're up there. You know, so don't sleep bef- on Steak and Shake. Before I moved to Atlanta, I only heard of Steak and Shake because Roger Ebert was their biggest fan. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. He used to he used to write about Steak and Shake all the time. And I'm like, I got to go to one of these places. Well, he would do his movie reviews, and he'd be like, this movie's as good as the Steak Burger at Steak and Shake. I'm like, what is the Steak and Shake thing? <laughs> he would judge everything off of that. So the second That's restaurant I went to in Atlanta, the first was Piccadilly, right. which now closed. The right. second was the Steak and Shake on uh, West Paces Ferry. So... That's a yeah. yeah. Not a not a bad little operation. Two for three bucks. Johnny, we missed you at the King Center, buddy. Uh, next time you'll be here, right? Definitely, definitely. There was a lot of food trucks you could have uh, perused. Yeah, I, I was. I just couldn't get over to that side of town, you know. Just understood, as as understood. Day, <laughs> Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and it's cholesterol high, baby. So my, follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on iTunes or JohnnyKobasa.com. Everything you need, uh, kielbasa related, is on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. It's that, bro. All right, Johnny Kielbasa in the Fast Food Review. Uh, Denny joins us in South Carolina. Denny, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Mark. I uh, really enjoy the show. Thank uh, you, I'm a Georgia native. I uh, actually was born in Dahlonega, but uh, grew up in Decor, Georgia. And uh, one memorable field trip that I, I have is actually coming to Atlanta uh, to the Fox Theater uh, back when they ran continuous runs of Gone with the Wind. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that was back, uh, I guess, in the seventh grade, back in the uh, mid-60s. And um, it was really a, a good experience, you know, for, you know, to come to Atlanta and see sure. that. It was a very did, elegant Did you theater. have lunch at the Varsity after? I would imagine the Varsity was followed, uh, followed up the Fox Theater. Well, I don't recall the varsity, but is does the venue of the Cyclorama still exist in Atlanta? Yes, it does. Uh, we visited there as well, and that was pretty yeah. interesting. That I forgot about the Cyclorama. I've never, for full disclosure, I've never been to the Cyclorama. I think they moved it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they I did. thought it was moved. They right? restored it or something and moved it. Yeah. But uh, whatever it is now, it used to be by the zoo, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Off of Glenwood, maybe. I've passed it. Yeah. The zoo, Cyclorama. Uh, uh, field trips. You ever you ever been to the varsity when a, a field trip goes in there? Oh my God, that's a madhouse. I forgot Deb doesn't eat fast food. What yeah. do you have? What do you have? Yeah, it, that place is intimidating. She's never heard that before. Uh, Bills and Buckhead, our old buddy Bill. How are you, sir? Hey, how's everybody? Excellent. What's going uh, on? Uh, by the way, Cyclorama, uh, and I think it's due to open maybe this fall, has been moved to the Atlanta History Center. That's right, the History Center. But, Bill, yeah. I knew you'd come through with the facts. <laughs> But listen, I uh, I think it was because maybe Boy Scouts I, on on Spring Street in Midtown, there was the Coca Cola bottling plant. Okay. And uh, man, you go in there and you see the you know the lines running and uh, and also if you're familiar with going north on Peachtree, 
through Brookhaven into Shambly, where mm-hmm. Lowe's is now on the left. Yes. Uh, and that whole area is just exploding. Uh, a Lay's potato chip plant. Yes, <laughs> I've I've driven past the Lay's plant. Yes. Yep, that's back right in the day. Yeah, that's Johnny Kilbasa. It's on Johnny Kilbasa's wow. bus I'm tour. I'm dating myself, of course, but uh, hey, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> Good stuff. Well, where did you where did you go on a field trip, Bill? Do you remember? Well, yeah, that Coca Cola plant. On oh, Spring you Street actually and, went to it. I didn't. I, didn't oh, know. Yeah. I thought you were just throwing it out there. No, yeah, no, I, I remember yeah. that vaguely. Uh, you know, you go to the Pabst Blue Ribbon plant <laughs> in Milwaukee. No, I've never been no. to. Well, actually, but that's a whole different story. But no, it's, I didn't. You know, it's pronounced Miliwake. That's uh, the Native American tribe that it's named after. Nobody says that. Miliwake. That's, that's, I did not know that. That's you, a true, that's you, a learned. Fact. you know what I'm talking about, Deb. All right, Bill, thanks for the call. we got to come. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. Final segment. I think Chuck has tickets to give away as well. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Broadcasting live, 50th birthday of the King Center at Auburn Avenue and Boulevard. Historic downtown Atlanta back after this. At a time, real quick, where did you go on your uh, field trip? Connor, where did you go, buddy? Hey, good, Mark. This is a longtime uh, listener, first time caller. Um, where where'd you go I, on your field uh, trip, real quick? Okay, it was, uh, I, was a lot where I was at in, uh, the uh, Blue Ridge Parkway. We went, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, um, uh, what is it? It's, we were down where. Um, <laughs> I got to run, Woody. I'm so Dude. sorry. That, <laughs> you never tell him that. Yeah, I know. Well, we gotta go. All right, on. star of the show. We got to do star of the show. <laughs> uh, and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Lorenzo and Ryan are going to split star of the show. They came yeah. up and, and set out uh, the the broadcast facility Definitely. here in the uh, hot summer sun, so they get I, star of the show. I drink all the water. Uh, Chuck. Um, Go through the callers, uh, whoever's yes, been on hold longest, and see if they want the prize pack, which is a pair of tickets to the Retro Futura Tour featuring Belinda Car- Carlisle, ABC, Modern English, and more 80s artists Wednesday, July 11th at State Bank Amphitheater, Chastain Park. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. So just find uh, one of those callers on hold that wants the tickets. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Thank you to the King Center for having us out. It's been an honor and a privilege celebrating their 50th birthday. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.